Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Hey there, welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 54. And this is an episode I've been looking forward to doing for a long time. We'll talk about that in a minute. If you've been listening to this podcast series, Songs and Stories, or have visited my website, michaelgaither.com, any time in the last several years, you might be aware that I run an open mic night here in Watsonville, California, on the first Thursday of every month at the Wooden Nickel Bar and Grill. And uh, this coming April, which is just a couple of weeks away, marks the fifth year that I've been doing the Wood Nickel Open Mic. It really seems like maybe a year or two ago I took it over, but I guess I started it back or started doing it back in 2004, which is five years ago. It's hard to believe how where the time does go. Um, the Wood Nickel Open Mic was started by a guy named Arthur Godfrey, no relation to the original Arthur Godfrey, and we'll talk about that in this interview as well was started by Arthur a few years before that, and Arthur ran it with another local songwriter, Sherry Austin, whom I interviewed back in Songs and Stories episode number 42 last fall. They ran it together for, I don't know, a year and a half maybe, something like that. And it was actually the first place that I performed um, you know, original songs in front of people ever, which was, I don't know, maybe eight years ago. Um, Sherry and, and Arthur were both really encouraging to me when I started. Arthur left for... Um, Nashville after winning a couple of contests, and um, Tommy Dunlop, another local guy, ran it for a bit, and then I took it over, like I say, back in 2004, and it's it's really a nice mix of mostly original songwriters, a few folks doing covers, and sometimes people trying an open mic for the very first time, so it's nice to be able to kind of provide that supportive atmosphere where people can go and feel safe playing things for the first time in front of other people. So Arthur was originally from Boston, spent some time out here in Santa Cruz, and um, got hooked in with the local scene. And when I started doing songs at the open mic, Arthur, you know, looked at what I was doing and said, hey, you want some 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 tips, some coaching? So several times I went out to his house and really kind of got the, the, the Arthur Godfrey 7 songwriting tip crash course, and it really helped me kind of hone what I was trying to do. So in this in this episode, which is going to be a couple of back-to-back episodes, here in 54, we're going to talk to Arthur about his new release, Broken Wings, about the two contests that he won and what he's been doing since he moved to Nashville. We'll hear um, some things off of his new release, the title track and another song off Broken Wings. And then I'm, I was able to, to get Arthur to like, you know, sit down and really kind of convey some of the really great songwriting tips that he gave to me when I started writing songs. Also, Arthur was nice enough to give me an extra copy of his latest CD, Broken Wings. So if you'd like to win a copy of that, email me, michael at michaelgaither.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L at M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And um, let me know where Arthur moved after he left Santa Cruz. We'll talk about that several times in this episode. And I'll enter you in a drawing to win a copy of Broken Wings. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about Arthur and uh, some of his influences and what we're going to talk about during this interview, go to my website, michaelgaither.com. Again, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And there'll be some links to uh, Arthur's website, his CDs, and kind of what he's up to. 
Before we talk to Arthur, let's hear a couple of things. We'll go back and hear the song Danielle, which won him the the uh, 2001 um song for the folk category in the John Lennon Songwriting Contest, and we'll hear Amen, which won him the 2003 award in the folk category for the John Lennon Songwriting Contest, and then we'll talk with Arthur. And as he's playing, uh, listen to his style. I've always been really taken with how melodic a sound Arthur can get out of standard tuning, open chords, and a lot of hammer-ons. It's really a beautiful guitar sound, and it's very simple when you see it played. And like most things that look simple, you know, it's harder than it really is. But have a listen, and then we'll talk to Arthur and hear about what he's up to, his new CD. And we'll also hear how he got the name Arthur Godfrey. Damn, I like your way. I like your gentle touch and your sexy hush. I like it when you say that I'm the one. The one for you. The one you've been looking for. The one that you adore Danielle When you hold me near I like to run my fingers Down your back And let your long dark hair fall On my face And dream a dream When I away You're still beside me Your eyes meet mine Your love light shine on me Daniel, I just can't begin to let you know The hole you got on me, I never let you go I hope that you agree to care for me and welcome on your spell Daniel In the end 
and all I need is you. Oh man. So four and a half years ago, you went to Nashville. Then what happened? Let's take it from there. Four and a half years ago, I went to Nashville and. Uh, after having a real good time in Santa Cruz, and thanks for taking. How long were you in Santa Cruz, by the way? Because I met you, God, yeah, seven, I, I, eight years ago. I transferred here in February of 2000, and I went to Nashville in um, February of 2003. So that'd be four years later, 2001 to two to three. Okay. Uh, and then well, in, in 2004, so it was four. four and then years while in later. Santa Cruz, you kind of got established. You won a couple of big song contests. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I got yeah, I, and I won the, the I, I got lucky with the John Lennon thing, mm-hmm. and but you know what that turned into, man? All of that was about was about trying freaking hard, trying to write a good song. We try, you know, uh, I like to tell stories on mm-hmm. the first run through, so you understand what they're saying and the stories that I happen to like to tell for whatever reason. Um, I try to use myself as an example and things that I've learned um, in their life lessons and, and so folks can get close to them and maybe hop off my experience a little mm-hmm. bit. And, and, and to wrap that up in my music is wonderful. And and uh, But that took learning how to write a good song, mm-hmm. which um, took uh, learning how to take, um, not criticism, but critiques mm-hmm. and, uh, and keeping on trying. And, and I, I started... To ask people how my writing was uh, uh, in 1995, after I got back into it in 94, seriously. And in 1997, two years later, I, I, I wrote my first good song, which was It's All Part of the Story. And, and they, they turned into Simple Man and Amen in, in, in my daughter's wedding day in East Side of Town and Danielle. You know, because it's just like anything. It's just a growing experience. And, um, and it was wonderful doing the nickel. Because I was new to town, and I wanted to meet musicians, and I asked around, and there really wasn't an open mic. There was something in Monterey and mm-hmm. some other things, and, uh, you know, met Denise and Leo Welsh, and, and they wanted to do something, and it's a great way to get involved in the community and know things, know folks as as, as you now know, you know? It's a very, uh, what I've told people, if you want to meet musicians, start an open mic. You know? yeah, yeah. And it forced, like like we talked about this before, but it forced, it forced me to, you know, when... when you gave it to Tom when you left town, and Tom gave it to me. But it was, you know, at first I was really hesitant. And me, and my friend Mike Smith, did it for about three months. And then Mike turned it over to me full time, and it forced me to to get gear, to learn how to to to, to get the gear to work, and it, and it kind of a safe place because in a bar you're only going to sound so good, you know. And, and and so it forced me to do that, and then the the marketing and the networking and all that that slice of it kind of goes with doing music and trying to push it forward. But it's all fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I try to look at it, and believe me, man, I got consumed with my asses, just like anybody. What if you, sure. you know, do a couple of things and, and, and you start getting recognized? But, but you know, um, and I ain't shitting here either. All I really, truly wanted was to know I could write. Mm-hmm. And, and then to get peer recognition was... was, was um, a beautiful validation point and it gave me a valid level where I knew I had to go from there onst you know what I mm-hmm. mean a um, couple of quick questions before I hear you play who named you Arthur my own man my my dad was raised by his nana 
pretty much. I mean, he, he, that was his, he was obviously an Arthur Godfrey. He was obviously an Arthur Godfrey fan. And, and, if you, and for those of you who don't know, there was a, Arthur Godfrey was a, was a radio TV personality through the '40s and '50s when they made the transition from radio into TV. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, he was it man in the day. You know, he was the Johnny Carson, Jack Parr, uh, Jay Leno of his day, and all wrapped up into one. And then when he went from radio and TV, so did in the country, and eighty percent of the people watched him. The, you know, my, uh, my and so did my dad's nana, and um, she was his mentor. He looked up to her, and and we had the same last names, and now I get the same first name. But um, so give you a big name to live up to, basically. You know, most people forget it by 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 now, but it's funny, man. No, I still hear it when I mention Arthur Godfrey. They go, you listen to Arthur well, Godfrey? And I, I did today too. You know, we. Hey, man, I'm I'm lucky. But you don't play ukulele, just for the just for the record. I don't, yeah. I I don't, I don't. <laughs> I play with myself way before I play with the ukulele. But I do have a ukulele someone gave me, and it's a Hawaiian one. But I'm blessed to um, have been able to write some songs, get some recognition, make some mistakes, get full of myself, understand why I that I that I have something that uh, for some reason folks like to listen to because I think that they relate to the stories I tell and uh, I, I was able to, to sort of make a turnaround and come back there. One more quick question too before we hear something. Um, you gave me some coaching about eight years ago. Any advice to people that are starting to write songs, might have their first song or part of their first song? A friend of mine, Mark, he's working on her first song and she sent me some lyrics and I gave her some tips. And What do you tell new writers? You know, even though I know the answer already, but go yeah, ahead. No, no. Well, you, you know, in in, in uh, we'll document it this way. Yeah, part. but 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 I suppose uh, you know, it's like we don't want anyone else to shape our own identity, right? We don't mm -hmm. want any, any other relationship. We don't want, want our job to. We don't want any. We want to shape our own identity. And I suppose a songwriter has to shape their own song. But I would suggest when you first start to try to keep them under four minutes. Take a look at go to ascap.com. Ralph Murphy, he's a friend, anyway, Ralph's a friend of mine, he has Murphy's Laws of Songwriting. There's only seven ways to really write a song, construct one with verse, choruses, you know, a bridge, a lift, and in very easy fashion, he'll show you what those are. Most of you already know, you know, we usually write verses and choruses, and every once in a while we dance out with a bridge. At least there you can just sort of see how they're formed. Um, but I like to... It's nice seeing those, those structures kind of like written out in a skeletal form too. It, it, it really because you've you've heard it your whole life, but now you can kind of see how it looks on paper. Right, and any to get no doctorate in, in in understanding all this stuff. It's just to, to know. Um, and for example, you can go on there, and obviously they sent to much more on country music um, um, out of Nashville. But believe me, it is by far just about country music. But they'll tell you last year the the 21 hits that were number ones. They'll tell you the length of the song, the beat of the song, the structure of the song relevant to verses, choruses, bridges, major or minor key, whatever, without a doubt. What 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 um uh, the tempo, and uh, uh, in in all of a sudden you start going. Now I don't write for country, but it don't matter. One day I friggin' might, because I might need some cash. But but um, I understand when I look at these songs why they got to number one relevant to selling them to country music. And there's a certain format, and it's not that hard, and, and and you'll get it. But you know what? Write your song and tell your story, so I can listen to it on at least the second go around. And um, in the number one thing, less is more. Less is always more. I'll tell you what, man. The times I screwed up, 
I thought, A, once I got past thinking I was hot shit, uh, is because I always tried to do a little bit more and, and, and to play that one extra song uh, or whatever. And uh, less is more. Keep keep your songs simple, man. Um, and remember, people listen always to the start, but especially the finish. Finish your friggin' songs. And one thing that irks the shit out of me is when people get up, and it's a personal thing, but but and it's not a big deal, but it just you get to a point where if if you go to play a song and you're sick and you're not feeling well or whatever's going wrong, so what? Just get up and do your song. I, I, I you know it just takes the whole groove when I'm listening to somebody, you know, boohooing about um uh, about being able to get up on stage and talk to people or get up, or sit in a park and talk to people or sit in your living room which is where you should let the first folks listen to them and when you ask how is that song and they give you an opinion and if you don't like it then uh, tough you, you, you know maybe they are right um, and maybe they're not but um, when I ask someone how is something today I really do like an honest opinion you know mm-hmm. and um, but uh, you know I've been blessed to do to break even and and, uh, and I get frustrated sometimes but always 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 I keep I try to keep it simple not today in my li- in my life and in my songs and, and when I pause to think I always have cause to thank and uh, and thank you one tip you gave me I wanted to get on this podcast too is um and I've I really I've always tried this really hard and it usually works is let people know when the song's going to end. Throw in a four chord before you go back yeah. to the major, or it, 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 what, a little tag or something, and that's it's a nice signal. It, 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 and what you're doing really is reaching out and touching them and making part of. Mm-hmm. But you know, really, Michael, before you got to get to that point, you got to take them to that point. Sure. And, and, and I knew. I mean, I'm stating the obvious to you, mm-hmm. but to someone, man, when you can end the song with a kiss, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's hear a song. You know, I'll I'll, 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 uh, I'll play you one. So there you have it. The new album, Broken Wings. How we got the name Arthur Godfrey and some songwriting tips as well. And, you know, I always go back to those things Arthur taught me eight or so years ago. Just some, you know, keep a song short. Uh, Let the audience know when you're going to end the song, whether you're repeating the last line a couple of times. Or what I do a lot is... um, take the last two lines of a chorus and I'll change the third line as a I don't know a simple example my song Spot of Mule which I've talked about a lot here as an example of songs because it's so simple um, the last line is um, he's unique like you and me and everyone I know wonder if he feels alone what I'll do when I sing it is in the last chorus we sing the chorus and then it's yeah he's unique like you and me and everyone I know wonder if he feels alone take the last part of a chorus and rewrite it as a tag it tells people something different's coming up or if you're ending a song on G instead of going from G to D back to G go to C for a couple of measures and then back to G some oral indication that the song's about to end it really works nicely with tunes Um, but um, that's Arthur Godfrey and as you know how these things work we're not quite done that was part one and now we're going to go back and have Arthur play a couple of songs from Broken Wings including the title track uh, one last time, really quick, to remind you that if you'd like to win a copy of Broken Wings, email me, michael at michaelgaither.com, and let me know where Arthur moved to after he left Santa Cruz, and I'll enter your name in a drawing for a copy of Broken Wings. 
So uh, check out episode number 55. If you have any comments about this episode or any of these episodes, email me, michael at michaelgaither.com. Thanks for listening to Songs and Stories.